Hello everyone, I hope that you're all okay and that you've had a good Easter weekend and enjoyed a bit of time off work. I've had a lovely Easter weekend. I've had three nights out though on the trot. Friday, bad news, bad, bad news. I drank every bit of alcohol I could find. So, but on the plus side, I then had two completely sober nights out, which is pretty miraculous. So I was feeling a little bit smug about that. Um, so I hope that you've had a good weekend as well and that you've had loads of Easter eggs. So I'm going to start this episode by reading one of the lovely reviews that you've left me. Thank you so much to people who are leaving me reviews. I really appreciate them. So this one is from Ali and it says... I've listened to all of your podcasts whilst out delivering my parcels every day of the last week. Love your style and the way that you put things across. Your episode on ADHD really resonated with me and I had to share it with my partner to explain that this is how I think and feel. Thank you, thank you, thank you and look forward to having you as my driving buddy every week. Thanks, Ali. That's really kind of you. Thank you. I'm very happy to be your driving buddy. I love hearing like where you listen to the podcast. I find it really interesting. So I'm glad that you are embracing being as mad as me. So in one of my previous episodes, I talked about five different manifestation techniques and it was a very popular episode and I had loads of lovely messages saying that you'd had some success with one or more of those manifestation techniques and telling me what you'd manifested, which was fab. I love hearing about that. So the ones that I shared with you was the wouldn't it be nice if technique, the whisper technique, which was the kind of creepy sloth one where you like whispering somebody's ear, obviously not in real life, in you, you're just visualising that. Um, the quantum leap with water where you write on your present circumstances on one glass of water and then you pour that same water into a glass that's got your desired circumstances written on it. A letter to the universe, which is one of my absolute favourites and another one of my favourites, which is the 55 times 5 method where you write something down uh, 55 times and you do that for five days in a row. But as well as the messages telling me what you'd manifested, I got quite a lot of messages asking me about the specifics of these techniques to check if you were kind of doing it right. Um, there were quite a few people that were like, have I, have I done this right? I've written it like this, is that right? So I wanted to share something with you today that I hope will increase your belief because I want to reinforce that it's not actually the technique because there are hundreds if not thousands of manifestation techniques it's the belief behind them which is important not the specifics of the methods themselves if it feels right to you it's right so don't worry about it there are a couple of things that you need to bear in mind that I think are important like making sure that things are in the present tense I think that's quite important because you are stepping into it right now instead of keeping it in the future but other than that really I don't feel like you can go wrong if it feels right to go for it that's the right way to do it um I've done it in loads of different ways I've I've I tend to stick now with writing a letter to the universe which I do all the time or doing the 55 times 5 or 33 times 3 you can do it for shorter amounts of time 
Um, but I've tried loads of different ones. I've I've looked like a right nutter at points. I've been burning bay leaves in the back garden and all sorts of shit. So, and they're all perfectly valid techniques. It's just you've just got to find the one that gives you the strongest belief that what you are doing is going to bring you your manifestation. So what a manifestation method does is create within us something called a placebo effect. And I'm sure that lots of people have heard of the placebo effect and you probably know what it is, but if you don't, I'll just give you a quick idea about what that means. So a placebo effect is when someone's belief in something or someone has the power to create a a real effect, an effect in your 3D reality. So when we talk about placebos, it's usually in the context of a medical setting because before a new drug is released onto the market, it's trialled on a group of patients and some of those patients receive the actual drug that they're going to release and the others receive a sugar pill or something similar which doesn't have any medical effect and that's the, the one that's known as the placebo. So the patients don't know what they're receiving they only know that they're participating in this trial and, and one team is going to get this one and the other team hasn't. And they, they basically monitor the results of it. So at the end of the trial, they'll compare the physical effects that that's had. And very often it's shown that the placebo is just as effective as the drug. And if that's the case, then they can't release it onto the market. So I'm not going to go down um, a rabbit hole there about placebo effects because I think that's a whole episode on its own. But that's what the method is creating within you. It's creating belief that you can manifest it by doing a certain procedure. A placebo is sometimes viewed as kind of a bad thing like it's a fake or like it's something made up and I suppose that's absolutely what it is really it is something that is not real in the 3d reality but if anything that is just absolute proof to me of what we are capable of achieving with nothing but our mind so just as an example I take my medication sometimes for ADHD and I experience a complete shift. But I don't know whether that's because of the actual ingredients of the drug that I take, the medication. <laughs> Sounds worse when you said drug, doesn't it? Um, or if it's just a placebo. But it doesn't bother me because it has exactly the same effect. And actually, the, <laughs> the, the more time goes on, the less and less I'm inclined to actually take it anyway because... I just feel like I just like to keep my own brain as it is, my own mind. But anyway, so a placebo is a good thing, particularly when it comes to manifestation. And I would 100% recommend that you find and use a method when you're manifesting, particularly if you're new to all of this stuff that I talk about, because it will help you develop your belief. There's no doubt about it. So don't feel like, oh, it's, you know, it's not real. Yeah, it's real. If it creates an end result, it's real. Who says what's real and what's not? So there are certain things that I used to do, which helped me to develop my belief. So I don't have to rely on the methods so strongly, but I do still use methods, but I don't have to rely on them as strongly because my belief is like, oh, actually it's me who's creating it and I can do it without this method now. But for example, I would always use the same type of pen and actually I still do do that. I still do use the same type of pen, which happens to be a flare pen 
you've never used a flare pen, I would highly recommend them. They're the best pens ever. Uh, but that's just a little thing that I do because I feel that the belief that I have is, even though I technically know that it's not that, it helps my belief if I use a certain pen. So why not? I still do that. I used to put all of my like requests to the universe in a gift bag and there was no particular reason for that. I just picked it up one day and because what I put in it manifested, for a long time I believed that that was because I was putting it in this gift bag and the gift bag had some kind of like magical powers. Um, I would write on the same paper with that same pen and put it in that same gift bag and because I had got a lot of success with that that really strengthened my belief now I know that I don't have to do it but I do still do some, some things like that like I still write things in my journal because when I do that it always seems to manifest so whether it's to do with the journal or not which is not really it, it works for me so why not do that but today what I thought I could do is share a few little experiments that you can try yourself to help you develop your belief and to trust more in the universe because trusting is the hardest part and it is still something that I struggle with sometimes to let go of certain things. I know that there are some things that I can't manifest because I can't let go of the outcome. I can't just trust that it's coming. I'm constantly checking the 3D reality and that is why I struggle to manifest certain things and you know I'll, I'll get through that eventually I'll look through it and I'll unpick it all but don't think for a second that I can just like do it like that I can't you know there's certain things that I still am working on all the time so a while ago I read this book written by a lady called Pam Grout and it was called E Squared and it's a book full of experiments designed to show you your manifestation powers. So a couple of these that I'm going to share you with are taken from or inspired by the ones that are in that book. There's slight differences in them because I'm, I'm going to share with you how I did them. So the first experiment is ask for a gift. At first, it's better to not be specific about what you want at this point because your mind will be much more open to the idea that you could receive any kind of gift than if you specify that you want like a Gucci handbag. If you ask for a specific item like a Gucci handbag, it's likely that if you are still developing that belief, that the belief will be quite weak and therefore you'll be blocking your ability to receive it because automatically your subconscious is going to step in and say, there's no way I'm going to get that, it's too expensive, who's going to buy me that? It just wasn't, it's not going to happen, blah, 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 blah. So you're blocking yourself from receiving it straight away. If you leave it open then you're much more likely to be able to manifest it. And when you do manifest it, then you've built a little bit of your belief. So it's like a little building block of your belief. So if you did want to be a bit more specific, because I know some people will prefer to be more specific so that they can be sure that it was from the universe, then I would recommend making it something like a, a bunch of flowers or something like that, something fairly simple. And as always, I would say to write it down somewhere because that's just what works for me personally. But if you, you know, you want to ask for it in whatever way you want, you go for it. That's what, that goes back to what feels best for you, what method feels best for you. So when you do this experiment, you need to give it a time limit of 48 hours. 
and just sit back and look forward to receiving your gift. So the gift might come in the form of like a present from a friend. It might be more like a literal gift or it could be something a bit different, like a free ticket to something that you've won or that somebody's given to you. Maybe somebody will unexpectedly bring you a Starbucks or one of your kids might paint you a picture or somebody might give you a a book that they've read and they think you'll like. So you've got to keep an open mind to what that gift is and look out for it and acknowledge when you receive it and think, hmm, this is my gift. So not quite the same as this, but I'm going to share with you one of the times where something very similar to this worked very, very well for me. So one day when I was on my way to work, it was when I was working as a teacher and it was like in between all the lockdowns and it was just bloody hard work at the time it was really really hard everything was in and out of school and online learning and then back in it was just a bit of a nightmare and I just remember that day I was feeling really shit about myself and I was all in my head feeling like I was having all the teacher guilt and that I wasn't doing a good enough job and that I was a crap teacher and worrying that the kids weren't enjoying being in my class and wishing that I had more time to do more for them individually and worrying about them and so on and so on. I'm sure that if you are a teacher or have been a teacher or even a parent, I'm sure that you have similar feelings to that or have done in the past. So the teacher guilt is real. (laughs) And so I asked the universe out loud because I couldn't write it down in the car for a note from one of the kids that would make me feel like I wasn't doing as crap as I was feeling. I I literally just said in the car, like, universe, send me a note from one of the kids that's going to make me feel better about this situation. And I walked into my classroom probably five, ten minutes later, and honestly, I could have actually cried because on the chair right in front of me, as soon as I walked through the door, was a note written from one of my kids that said, you are the best teacher ever. and I took that note and I stuck it on my computer monitor and it stayed there all year and I've still got it now because it was just so clearly straight from the universe via this delightful child that had sent me this note and it just completely changed how I was feeling. So I kept that. So that's my first experiment for you, asking for a gift. Experiment number two is show me a sign. So this one is another one that's inspired by one in a Pam Grout book. So this experiment uses something called your reticular activating system, which is, you might not have heard of this before because I hadn't heard of it before I read this book. So your reticular activating system is a function which allows you to go about your day without being totally overwhelmed by your surroundings. It blocks out things that are unnecessary and just lets in the things that you need. So it's almost like a bouncer at a nightclub. If you think of it that way, we're like keeping out all the riffraff that might cause chaos if everybody came in at once. So if we were tuned in with our senses to everything around us, so like TV playing, people chatting, clocks ticking, fridge humming, uh, somebody clicking a pen or messing with the jewellery or the fabric of the clothes that we're wearing, the bright colours in a room, with you know things like that, everything around us all at once, we would experience something called a sensory overload, which would be 
very scary and very overwhelming and very stressful. Um, and in some people, particularly those people who were considered to be like on the autism spectrum, their bouncer rings in sick a lot. So they can find environments that most of us can deal with easily too stimulating because the reticular activating system is working differently for them and it's letting in too much of what they can see around them at one time. So it can be very, very overwhelming. But this reticular activating system is actually a fantastic tool for manifesting because we can direct it to be open to information and people and signs and um, opportunities that move us in the directions that we want to go in. So a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a blog post on my website, www.positivepig.com. Quick plug there, come and see me. And it was about how I had written down, I'd asked the universe to bring some people into my life who were on the same vibe as me and who would be the type of people who would support and encourage people. And I cannot tell you how clearly that has and still is manifesting. It is absolutely mental. Like there are just people coming into my life that I saw specifically what I wanted and the kind of people that I wanted to connect with. And it's just come right into my path so I can't miss it. It's absolutely crazy. Um, and this is how you can start experimenting, uh, experimenting with your reticular activating system. So you choose an object which you know exists, but one that you will be very unlikely to see around you. So in Pam Grout's book, E-Squared, she uses the example of a car called a Volkswagen Jetta in the colour of Sunset Beige. <laughs> so it's very specific and the idea is that once you start asking the universe to show you them, you'll start seeing them everywhere. Now, I don't think that there are many Volkswagen dresses. I mean, I have actually seen cars in this colour because I did it with the car colour once. Um, but I tend to go for something a bit more general, just a little bit more general, like show me a brown car or a pink car or even certain animals that I know I'm not likely to see, like a flamingo or a penguin. But you can choose anything you like. Another one that a lot of people like to use is like a a blue butterfly or a blue um, feather or a specific colour and something like an object. So you choose something, you're really clear about it, you speak it aloud, you write it down somewhere and then you just wait for your sign and again, you act not sorry, I've just whacked the microphone, so sorry if that made a weird noise. Um, you just sit back and wait for your sign, and when you see your sign, you acknowledge it because that's what's going to build that building block of belief and keep reinforcing that to your subconscious. And the third experiment, there's a few aspects to this one. We are all connected, so this isn't exactly a Pam Grout one. This is just something that. I came to realise and that something that me and my mum and dad do all the time now because we're all very close and it works very well between us because of that we've all got this same kind of belief. So it's it could technically be called telepathy, telepathy, that's it. But really, in my mind, telepathy, <laughs> I can't say it telepathy telepathy 
telepathy? I don't know. You know what I mean? Telepathy. We're going to go with that. It's just confirmation that we are all in the same field of energy and that there is no separation. That that separation of time and space that we perceive is just not really there. It's just what we come up with to make sense of the world. So this experiment is a little bit like the creepy sloth manifestation method, the one that I mentioned in that previous episode. If, you, if you've if you not listened to that yet, you're going to be wondering what the fuck I'm talking about. But go back and listen to that one. You'll understand what I mean. But there's a few ways that you can do this one. So you can either focus your energy and attention on a particular person that you haven't seen for a while or who you wouldn't be likely to see this week. So obviously not somebody that you live with or work with. It needs to be somebody that you could see. So probably not somebody that you like haven't seen for 15 years, but you know, that's unlikely. So when you do this, you are aligning yourself with that person's frequency because you're putting your attention on them. You're thinking about them you're lining up with the frequency and as a result, because like attracts like, you're going to find yourself in the same place at the same time as them. And you'll have no doubt done this in the past, like unintentionally. So maybe somebody's rang you and you've said, oh, I was just going to ring you. Or you pick up your phone to text somebody and they've just texted you or you're in the supermarket and you've been feeling pissed off with somebody and because of that you've lowered your frequency to meet them and then you've met them in the aisle of the supermarket and had to like dive headfirst into the freezer and hide amongst the oven chips until they've gone past you so that's one way to do it another way that you can prove that we are all connected is by asking somebody that probably somebody that you know quite well somebody that you live with and have already got like quite a strong connection with to think of a number between a certain range, like 1 and 50, and then use your intuition to tell tell you what number they're thinking of. And you'll get better and better at this the more that you practice it. Your intuition is a weird little thing. It's like that gut feeling, and it's always the very, very first gut feeling that you get. And it's so fleeting sometimes that you can easily miss it because what you'll, your brain will start to do is start questioning you you know trying to make you question yourself so if you go with the very first one even though it's probably going to be like a split second thought before you change your mind you'll find that you get stronger and stronger at that one so that's another way to show that we are connected and the more you practice that the bigger the range of numbers that you can make so it will prove to you more and more like if you're guessing between one and five then you might think well that's just you know it's just it could it's just chance But the bigger the range of numbers is, the more belief you'll have that, oh, it is actually because my intuition has has picked that up. And the final way that you can do the We Are All Connected experiment is my favourite one because I love food. And (laughs) it's to do with food. So it's like sending a telepathic text and I do this all the time when I really fancy something particular for my tea I'll send my mum a message in my head or I'll say it out loud like if I'm in the car or something I'll say it out loud I'll be like mum please make a insert food here for tea um usually it's cheese pie or potentially courgette bake they're my two favorites so 
almost every single time she will ring me saying, I'm making courgette bait for tea. Do you want to come around for your tea? And I'm like, yes. Um, and she does it with my dad when she needs him to like bring a law form from work. So she'll send him like a, a telepathic message by just speaking it out loud or saying it in her head. And through the door he comes with his loaf under arm. So you can try doing it that way as well. And the reason that it does work every time for us is because we've practised it and we've built up our belief. So start experimenting with those and don't be disheartened if it doesn't work the first time. It's like anything. It takes practice. Here we go again. Return of the email. Uh, yeah, it takes practice. So just keep going and acknowledge when the manifestation happens because when you acknowledge it, you are rewiring your belief. You're training yourself to think, oh, no, here is some proof. It does work. I can manifest this way. So keep acknowledging when it works out for you and soon you'll find that it just starts working out every single time because the belief is stronger behind it. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope that I wasn't uh, rambling too much then and I hope that makes sense. Let me just give you a recap of the three experiments. I will put them in the show notes as well. But experiment one is to ask for a gift. Experiment two is to show me a sign. And experiment three is we are all connected with those three different ways of doing it. So I hope that you have an amazing week and please share with me on Instagram or on the Facebook page or on that new little thing on my website where you can send me a message. Um, please share with me what, what which ones you try and which ones have worked for you. And I will speak to you next week. See you later.